Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. to episode 32 of the Plata Life podcast. Today I'm going to go back and talk a little bit more about the cave and what that means and kind of go a little bit more in depth of why I chose this specific uh, topic. Um, I started recording this episode this morning during our walk and then ended up de- ended up deleting it which has been the first time I've done that this entire time. And I'll kind of go into that a little bit more in a little bit. So uh, one of the reasons was we were walking by this busier street and I think the cars were just too loud and I was a little overstimulated with the sound. And then my son got upset because I was walking too fast. It's really early in the morning when we go for walks these days. So I was like, you know what, this is just not going to work. So I had to stop it and then thought maybe I should just start over, which means that this episode is going to be a little bit shorter because in about 17 minutes, I have to get off of the computer so I can help my son with his next group lesson. Uh, So we're in week two of his virtual learning, virtual school, whatever it is. And (laughs) there were some tears yesterday, both on my end and my son's end. It's been hard, I think doing something new and having that fear and being excited at the same time. And so there's a lot of first times happening all at once with a lot of unresolved emotions, I think. And so it's becoming a a pattern of, holy cow, what the heck is this? Oh, let's make it exciting. Yay. And then like, face planting and being like, nope, I don't like it. And so then we're in that journey of resistance. I like to think of it as, you know, where you're like, I'm not doing it. This That was not fun. Um, so I think that's a little bit of what I experienced yesterday. And then my son experienced it later in the day. And so it was just a I expected, I guess you could say, but I'm talking to different parents and they're all saying very similar things. I emailed my son's teachers because I was like, listen, he totally like did not want to do that lesson. And they said, it's been happening a lot, totally normal. Like, don't worry about it. Let's just focus on getting him back and being excited that he's here. So having to navigate all these things as a highly sensitive person has been my biggest challenge. So I would say I am deep in the cave at this moment, um, coupled with a lot of other feelings I'm having about, you know, just parenting in general and transitions and just life in general. It's been a little bit overwhelming, to be honest. And so I think what had happened in my last recording of the episode I was trying to do this morning during the walk is that I may have been a little um not in the right mindset to do a podcast episode it was more like I'm venting to one of my best friends and so I I had I had to take a step back and 
ask myself, am I trying to just say how crappy everything is? Because I tend to do that when I'm in the cave. I catastrophize and I share all the crappy things that are happening. And then it turns into this, like, poor me. This all sucks. And then I get stuck there. So it's like I'm in the cave and I make a little fire pit and I'm like just venting. And so um, also with the right balance of if I redo this episode, if I like cancel that one, delete it from my phone and then go back and try again later, is that me trying to filter to something that I think people want to hear versus what I actually want to say? So it's a really hard balance, I think. And asking myself that question is part of being in the cave of like okay well who am I and am I sticking true to who I am my core or am I trying to maintain this persona that I think people need to hear should hear am I becoming who I believe they want me to be and that's like story of my life that's like my basic question for my everyday how I show up and so I really had to take a step back and talked to a friend I got through the first few lessons with my son this morning and I have a quick 15 minutes and so here I am and trying to come from a place of this is who I am as a person you know take it or leave it it might not be super positive or whatever baby might do this in his sleep oh I think he might wake up even um but it really is just me showing up exactly as I am no matter how I'm perceived and so that's a big challenge for me that's part of me you know doing this over and over again so which is why I decided to do this in the first place because I need practice with this which then circles me back all the way to my conversation about the cave so last week I talked a little bit about that um and the whole idea of this cave um when you go into it there's a lot of work done by um Joseph Campbell and he worked with Carl Jung and so it's it's there's a whole thing that you go into you can really dive deep into it um for lack of words uh, (laughs) to really understand it or try to understand it I guess if you ever really actually understand a concept like this but I'm finding it really I don't I don't want to call it an existential crisis but when I quit my job a few years ago and I'm doing this whole self-discovery, self-learning, going through the whole Brene Brown stuff, I'm joining all these groups and all all the self-discovery, I guess you call it. Um, I'm learning it's not so much of like a crisis, but it's more of like, and I'm using the word like a lot, which is really annoying, but I'm really understanding that this feeling is just never going to completely go away for me. Like, it's not like I'm going to go in the cave, learn my lessons, find an exit, and be like, all right, closing this up, now everything's good to go. Like, the cave is some place I'm always going to visit at some point in my life, whether it's because I need to learn a lesson or because I need to kind of withdraw a little bit and figure some things out and then come back out and go back in. So it just, it's never going to go away for me. And I don't think it ever does for everybody. It's, it's that fear. Like there's always going to be fear. So today I wanted to focus more on what happens when you're in the cave 
and all you want to do is get out. You're like, this sucks. I don't want to be here. Kind of like virtual learning right now. And you're kind of just stuck in there. Like, I'm not like my can't take my son to school because his school is closed. I, I guess I get to do homeschooling for the rest of the year. Just be like, I'm doing homeschool for the rest of the year. But like, that's not the option I really want. So I'm kind of just like in this place, really stuck. And why that is a crucial moment for that self-discovery for myself and how a highly sensitive person can become so overstimulated by this feeling of not knowing that they completely shut down and then they're like, that's it, I'm not discovering this any longer, I'm not in a cave, I'm out in the field full of sunflowers, happy, happy, everything's good, when in reality you're like in the middle of the cave, right? Like, no way out. It's kind of deep, like, <laughs> no way out of here. Um, no, but seriously, that's sometimes how it feels, especially on the harder days when your kindergartners throwing a fit because they don't want to do the lesson with their teacher and it's just not going the way you thought it was going to go that day and the baby's crying and pooping at the same time and the dog throws up. I mean, you're like in the middle of it, right? Not that that happened, but it could happen. It's happened before. Anyways, so here's the thing. You're going to be going in this cave, and I'm sure you can relate to some of the hardest moments in your personal life. You know, maybe it's dealing with the death of someone, and I'm going very extreme here. Maybe it's a loss of, you know, a job or the loss of something, something that you can't seem to get away from, something you have to work through, and understanding that doing the hard thing or doing the thing that you fear the most is something that you're going to have to do. And so what happens is that fear will just never really go away. So you kind of have two options. You can completely ignore it and pretend it's not there, which I've done. Um, it, it, that doesn't end up too well, to be honest, for, I would say, mostly everybody, because at some point you're going to have to deal with it. Or you can kind of learn how to look at it and how to approach it with curiosity and understanding that the emotion that you're feeling behind it, that, that feeling of fear, um, you can look at it by responding to it in a different way. So you can, um, and I, there's a lot of research based off of this, and I've been using the book um, uh, Permission to Feel, like I said, by Mark Brackett, like I mentioned in the last episode. Um, to look at it and instead of turning that, you know, instead of using it as fear, look at it as excitement. To look at that feeling of, oh my god, this sucks and what am I going to do and I'm scared and turn it into like, alright, so my brain is telling me that this is something I should be scared of, probably because I'm doing it for the first time. What if I become curious about it instead and look at it as excitement? Because apparently your brain use is the same um it's like the same chemical response that fear produces. It's the same chemical response as excitement. So Brittany Brown also talks a little bit about this. Like you can have two opposing feelings at the same time. Like there's the and. So a lot of people use the but. Yeah, I would love to do that, but I'm scared. Or I'd love to do that, but I'm doing virtual schooling. Or yeah, it's great, but we're stuck at home. And so change that butt to an and it's essentially the lesson for today that I want to talk about and how that's that's helped me so this morning I'm on my walk and I'm like this sucks and I'm recording the podcast and there's all these cars driving by I'm like and this and that I'm just kind of venting on the phone and 
And I realized I haven't used the word and. Like, this sucks. And it's also a little exciting, right? Like, it sucks that my son did not want to do the lesson yesterday, that he had a meltdown because he couldn't find the right piece of paper. And I get to help him through this. Like, I got to be there to help him through that meltdown. Like, I have this horrible feeling at all times that maybe my biggest fear is that being a parent is not enough for my own personal fulfillment. And I know that's like really dark and deep and most people would never admit that because most people are just not wanting to admit things are deep. But I'm a deep person. That's who I am at my core. Like I can't change that about myself, nor do I want to, right? It's, I don't want to change that because if I change that or if I hold that back, then I'm holding so much more of who I really am back. And that's what I'm trying to understand and accept through this whole process of creating and sharing and whatever. So I had a really big like existential crisis last night too. And I'm like sitting there and I journal a lot when I'm, when I'm feeling like this, you know, after I try to talk to my husband and he's kind of like, Oh gosh, she's going to her deep, dark place. And so then I journaled before bed, which I know seems to help me a lot. And I kind of came to the conclusion of like, if I don't embrace this part of who I am, then I can't bring who I really am to the table. It's going to be kind of like half-assed. I can't be my sensitive, true, authentic self if I'm not being this deep person that also has these negative, dark thoughts sometimes. And so one of my biggest fears is that holy crap, okay, now I'm staying home with my kids and I am not fulfilled. Like, this virtual schooling thing sucks and I want to do all these other great things and now I can't. Like, they're holding me back. That feeling of, like, I'm being held back by the love of my children, that's some really dark stuff right there. And so, who do I say that to? Obviously the world right now, but, you know, how do you... you Hey, world, this is how I really feel. Um... You really can't admit some of those feelings to your friends, your family members, because it's too real. It's too much. And so I've had to filter a lot of how I actually feel and what I do in the world um, based on how I think people are going to interpret what I'm doing or how they're going to feel about me. And so being in this cave is really understanding that that fear of being misunderstood or that fear of things not being enough that's okay to feel that. And I can also turn that into a and moment. So I'm scared that whoever's listening to this is going to think I'm crazy and like, what is wrong with her? And it's also a little exciting because I can open up this line of communication of maybe it doesn't have to be that way. Maybe they can understand it a little different or if they misunderstand it, like that's okay. That's okay to be misunderstood. So I'm in this deep, dark cave, and I'm scared, and there's fear, and there's also a little bit of excitement that human emotion stems from the same place. So I'm, I'm thinking, all right, so my son had this meltdown, I have this meltdown, everyone's having meltdowns, and I can make this a moment for connection with him and with his teachers. I can email his teachers and say, I need help please help me out. Like, I don't know how they would respond in the classroom because they see him differently. They see his strengths differently than I do. They see who he is as a person differently. And so 
you know, they, well, his teacher's amazing. She emailed me back. She's like, this is what we would do. And we were just really focused on him coming back to the next round of groups and blah, blah, blah. And so I did that and it helped a lot. So today's, you know, he's a little bit hesitant. And right now he's like, I kind of don't want to do the next group. And yeah, we can be scared and also excited. And not that I'm downplaying his fear, but I'm trying to help myself essentially because I'm also scared but like and him you know help him through it that when you turn that scary big thing into something that's also exciting it really helps our brain perceive it differently and so your job for this week or your task or whatever homework you want to call it is to look at this week and ask yourself okay what are the things I fear and how can I turn them into an and moment? How can I be curious about them? Um, what are those things that really actually terrify me? Like, be really honest with yourself. You don't have to share with anybody like I just did. My biggest fear is to realize that parenting is not at all fulfilling. Um, you know, like, people are going to judge you and say, what kind of mother are you if you're not self-sacrificing and giving everything up for your children? Obviously, that's a lot to unpack, and I can't do it in the next two minutes, but I could. I won't, but I could. Um, maybe next round I can do that. So, anyways, but be really honest with yourself. I mean, you can't you can't be in and out of the cave. if you know, You're going to keep going back in your cave and trying to learn the same lessons if you can continue to ignore the lessons you're learning right it's it's it won't work right? you're going to keep going back in there trying to learn the same lesson over and over again so really ultimately look within yourself and look in the mirror look in the cave and what are you really afraid of what is that fear really trying to teach you what is it what kind of freedom could you have on the other side of that could you accept that embrace it and then figure out how to harness some of that and then what kind of freedom would that lead to so that's it for today it's a little short one just kind of I guess I don't know if it's motivational <laughs> I'd like to think it's motivational um if it's not I'm sorry but if it isn't great and just go in the cave and figure out what it is that you actually fear and then how can you look at it from a place of curiosity and excitement um I hope this helped you a little bit I gotta go because he has his lesson in a few minutes Wish me luck that I'm going in the cave as I speak. And I'm already in the cave. I'm going in the cave within a cave. Okay, I gotta go. So thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next time. Adios.